The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. I play Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian. My name is Sam. I play Fjordan Frankentrees, and I am a Hill Dwarf Druid. My name is Jerry. I play Peter McMoist, a Drow Bard. The last we heard on the Very Good Adventuring Team, Ecolias Blingerstone offered the boys some compensation to go to his abandoned mine to find out why his workers were missing. After a few lefts and right turns down the dark tunnel, the boys came face to jelly with two gelatinous cubes. I don't think that really did a whole lot of damage. It was a good first time. Are, are we uh, now visible? Uh, I think at this point you are, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, they're literally just like food has been scented. They're coming towards the center. So they don't have to see you. They're just, oh, Lottie, they coming. Okay. They don't even have eyes anyway. I mean, there's some eyes in there. Oh, really? They're just, probably not anymore. They're probably digested in the skeletons now. Yeah, eyes would go first, wouldn't they? Pretty early. Uh, so what? What does it? What else? What is this other shit that happens with heat metal? Do they have to drop it or something or what? Yeah, they they like they they. Uh, uh, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. So they've got to make the Constitution save to see if they can slurp it out, um, and they failed that. So that means they get what? They get disadvantage on their next attack. That's what it says. Disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of my next turn. Sweet. They have that. Cool. <laughs> Look what I did. Yay! I'm going to put a little skull and crossbones on it because I can. Would you like to do anything else on your turn, Peter? Uh, no, I'm good. That's that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Jonesy on Jonesy's turn is going to advance one, two, three squares. In other words, a total of 15 feet towards you. And Fjorten, it is over to your turn. I am going to bang against the side of this cavern and see if I can I don't know how far is it from anything is it just like brick solid next to us can we break through uh, this is a mine shaft so regrettably it is simply stone and bedrock stone and bedrock oh, 
Small stone and bedrock. Bedrock and stone. Stone and bedrock. Does that, I mean, you know, change anything for you or? Oh, I was just trying to think of a cool way out and uh, don't think potion of itchy butthole would really do anything in this, in this uh, effect. Uh, I believe I spelled out specifically that you have to have at least one anus. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, you did say that. Jesus Fjortin, tell us about your combat turn. I will be casting, while seeing Jonesy squish squirm his way across this hall, uh, I'm going to cast Barkskin on myself. Cool. Nice. That's our first Barkskin, I think. I think it is. Good for you. Unless totally we're moving past without a trace. Word. Anything else on your turn? How much room is there? There's enough. Is there enough room to pass between each other, side to side, and uh, between each of you? Yes. Uh, there's no way to sneak around the cubes or go above him or anything like that. They're entirely engulfing the passage on both sides. Excellent, Jeff. It will be your turn now. All right, we're in a mine, so I'm looking around for anything that'll be helpful, like say some dynamite, things of that nature. Interesting. Um. I'm honestly not 100% sure how I would deal with dynamite. Why don't you why don't you roll me a little d20? Call it a perception roll. 13. Uh, you are able to see a variety of mining tools, but they are simple hand tools like, uh, you know, braces and picks and things like that. They are not specifically dynamite or anything that you feel would be more effective than your existing weapon. Oh, you're gonna hand me the fucking thing, huh? Plot point. Let me let me jot down real quick that you find some dynamite. You're gonna kill us all. Uh, maybe. Hmm. Waiting. One of my favorite T-shirts I've ever seen. I didn't ask how big the room was. I said I cast fireball. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you find. Uh, let's just, cause I don't really know what like, you know technologies are required to get glycerin and anything like that for dynamite. Let's just say you find some explosives. Okay. What would you like to do? These explosives have a fuse? Let's just say yes. Okay. I put the explosive in the pot that's in my inventory. Does my pot have a lid? Sure. And then I wrap it in rope? This is getting pretty complex for one turn. Well, let's leave it there then for now. So you've got some explosives, you put them in a pot, and you wrap it in rope. Right, with a little fuse hanging off the lid. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll say that you can you can successfully complete all that in one turn. Your compatriots are looking at you like... Are you making a pressure cooker bomb? Maybe. What are you, the Boston <laughs> Marathon bomber? I'm the mine tunnel bomber. <laughs> or you're about to be. Riley, on their turn at the far eastern edge of the mine... Which, by the way, for the listener at home, I'll let you guys know that I have basically created just a long tunnel shaft that is effectively five feet wide. And two gelatinous cubes are approaching from about what I'm now realizing is too long of a distance, maybe 50 feet on either side. Oh, I think it's a perfect distance. Yeah, it feels pretty good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, and I'm going to do what I did not do for Jonesy, but Riley is going to dash. So they gain a little bit more ground towards Jeff. That is a disgusting noise, and I trust you to edit it out. No, <laughs> no, that's that's the sound uh, gelatinous tubes make. Gelatinous cubes. Gelatinous spooge is making. Gelatinous tube. 
Gelatinous. Gelatinous pubes. Yep. Right <laughs> There's probably pubes in there. Or... Oh, well. Well, there were. Yeah. Round two of combat begins with Peter. Gelatinous lubes. Okay, go for yeah, it. Yeah, gelatinous lubes. Would you put your wiener in a lube, in a gelatinous lube? No. Uh, that's acid, man. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only, Any only part in a storm. <laughs> only for like maybe two seconds. Three if I'm feeling brave. Mm-hmm. Just before it starts to get painful. Well, it feels good, but it burns. Um, I'm going to cast uh, Heat Metal again at Jonesy. Okay. Heat Metal again. Let's say they've got, uh, I don't know, a fucking helmet in there this time. Heat <laughs> uh, that helmet. Prepare to be heated helmet. They got to make another Constitution save. Bloop. Uh, that is a 23. Is heat metal half damage on a save? Uh, it doesn't say so. It just says 2d8 fire damage when I cast a spell. Oh, that's right. I think they take the damage. Hang on. It is 2d8 fire damage no matter what, and the constitution save allows them to drop the object or not. All right, so they definitely are going to take the... 10 damage that you cast over here on Jonesy, and uh, they are able to slurp out that uh, helmet that was heating up inside them. What else would you like to do on your turn? I see Jeff kind of working on something, so uh, I'm going to use some bardic inspiration and give it to my friend Jeff, and hopefully whatever he's working on works out for the best. Right on. Do you think you'll ever give your bardic inspiration to Fjorten? Um, we'll see. I would do anything interesting. Yeah. All right. On down to Jonesy. Jonesy is going to do the thing that Jonesy should have done last time, which is to dash. So they are going to slurp not just 15 feet, but 30 feet. And they are getting almost within range of Fjorten. Fjorten, by the way, it is your turn to act next. So with um, Thorn Whip. It says if attack hits the creature, you can pull the creature up to 10 feet closer to you. Mm -hmm. Can that work the opposite way where you can pull yourself the other way? Um, Through the gelatinous cube to something else and then drag yourself through it? Yeah, but no, on second thought, I mean, this thing it would probably, I imagine like hitting water from far away, like maybe it's gelatinous where something can go through it. But like if you hit it hard enough, it's just going to be slap against it and then slow down so well, I, so what i'm gonna say because you rolled a 20 earlier so yeah. you know these things pretty <laughs> inside and out um you know that if you tried to enter jonesy um that that would like it would let you slurp into it because that's what it's trying to do is get you in there whether or not you could pull yourself all the way through the other side we can figure out in the moment <laughs> um but your strategy is not uh, not sound. It's not impossible, I'm going to say. You want to drag yourself all the way through there. I will also remind you that it is a giant cube of acid, and if you pull yourself through it, there will be some consequences to that. But you could get to the other side of it. We'll just say that's that's possible. It's not like it can't go, like, two different ways, too, so... There you go. In and out. Yep, so I'm going to try to get within... I'm going to move 10 feet forward... I'm also going to cast Thunder Wave. Ooh, Thunder Wave. Thunder Wave it up. Boom. It is Thunder Waved up. 
Thunderwave is a DC 13 constitution save from Le Gelatinous Cube. Uh, that Gelatinous Cube is going to roll a 24. Uh, so they're going to take, uh, and I'm sorry, is Thunderwave a half damage or is it just that they're not pushed? I believe it is half damage and they're not pushed. Let me go ahead and just confirm that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much in damage and isn't pushed. In addition, unsecured objects that are completely within the area of the effect automatically get pushed away from you. I want to say that as you cast your Thunder Wave, there's like a very wet fart noise as the Thunder Wave energy is dispersed around the gelatinous cubes contact with the walls. <laughs> Everything inside like shifts backwards like a like a piece of bone just falls out the back. Mm-hmm. When you stick your finger into that, you know, the slime, you know, the uh-huh. kids play with. Yes. And then I'm going to go ahead and run back towards mm, Peter. Sweet. We move on down to Jeff's turn. All right. Oh, I need to take that damage, right? Yes, I did. Uh, six damage because it is 13 in half, rounded down. Riley schlorps, uh, well, doesn't schlorp closer yet. Jeff's going to move first. You suppose I can light my bomb and throw it in one turn? I would definitely grant you that. All right, that's what I'm going to do. I light my uh, pot bomb, and I chuck that pigskin right into those mountains. Uh, at, uh, let me zoom in here. I can't read which one that is. Riley. Um. Okay, so... Let's see here. Um, I'm finding a lot of articles about improvised explosive devices, uh, which I don't think is what we're looking for. So I'm going to use from D&D Beyond uh, the bomb item. We're going to call that what you made here, because let's fucking be generous about everything, right? Uh, I think you can successfully throw this thing pretty easily down a hallway. Uh, so it's gonna do a dexterity saving throw. Where are you, statistics? Dexterous cube. It is, oh man, it rolled a, it rolled a, uh, it rolled a five, and it is a negative four, so that's a one. So we definitely failed. Can you roll me 3d6 for fire damage for this here, uh, sloppy cube? Twelve. Jonesy, the gelatinous cube, takes 12 damage successfully. Anything else on your turn? No. That was rather uh, anticlimactic. It was kind of, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) They can't all be winners. It probably looked like, you know, like when they shoot stuff into ballistic gel, like there's all these pot shards and stuff now that are like all up in it. It just stops like halfway. Mm -hmm. And it's like grossly intimidating. Because it just keeps slurping at you. Uh, all right, Riley, on their turn, is going to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. They're going to dash towards Jeff. And... Uh, oh, I thought their pseudopods were longer. So it is only 10 feet away, but that is not enough to make an attack towards you. We begin round three. Combat, it goes to mm-hmm. Peter to decide the next action. Oh wait, and I'm sorry. Can you add? Can you add Bardic Inspiration to damage? I don't think that you can. Um, it's just for the attack rolls. Just want to make sure I wasn't missing something. Correct. On ability check, one or attack roll or saving throw. Okay, so you still have the Bardic Inspiration, just as a reminder. All right. Um, this is the last time I can cast this, but it uh, will be another Heat Metal at Jonesy. Fucking a Heat Metal at Jonesy. 
And heat metal is a constitution saving throw. Uh, with a 16, they make their save, but they are still going to take the 12 damage that you sent their way. Maybe you shouldn't be so full of metal. <laughs> uh, so they will not be at disadvantage because they were able to slurp the metal out, but they did take the 12 damage. Over to Jonesy's turn, assuming that you are done. Jonesy is going to move the remaining 15 feet, closing in on Fjorten. They are going to lash out with a... That is a dirty 20, which I assume hits your AC, Fjorten. It does hit me with a dirty, dirty 20. So dirty. Uh... And that will be a grand total of seven acid damage for you. You've been pseudopotted by Jonesy. Fjorten, it is now your turn to decide. How are you going to retaliate against Jonesy? Freaking Jonesy. Chirp away. Does pseudopod translate like literally to kind of leg? Something like that. Pseudopod. I'll once again try to do a thunder wave. Thunder wave away. Thunder waving. Thunder wave, thunder wave, thunder wave. Did you guys know that I used to be a massage therapist and so I listened mm-hmm. to a lot of Enya? No. <laughs> That's funny. That's a true thing about me. I was a trained, certified massage therapist. Anyway, Fjorten, you cast Thunder Wave. With a Thunder Wave, there was a 17 rolled on that constitution save, so they are not pushed. Uh, and they're going to take half damage, which is four from your eight that you rolled. And then acid is uh, separate from poison, correct? Two different things. Yes. Okay. Anything else on your turn? Can't really run away or anything at the moment, so... um. Y'all's about to get boxed in. Jeff, it's over to you. Uh, first things first, I'll enrage myself. Consider yourself enraged. Back and forth off the walls, start swaying a little bit and moaning angrily. Uh, and then I'm going to hit the sun bitch with my hammer. Sounds more like you're at an emo concert. <laughs> you are enraged. You are going to strike at Riley. Pow. Man, that 22 is certainly enough to hit. Bang. Uh, for a total of 10. Total of 10 damage is done to Riley. Anything else on your turn? Not sure. No. No, there's not a lot I can do. Riley is going to pseudopod out at you. Pseudo chop. Uh, that's going to be a 19 to hit. Muster up enough. Uh, that's going to be seven damage for you. Seven. Ah, ah, ah. Acid damage. Acid damage. Well, my rage doesn't help me. Mm-hmm. Suck. You're going to take all of it. Take it all. Round four begins with Peter. Tell us what you're going to do. Is there any way I can trade places with Fjorten or how does like close combat work in this space? I picture you doing like one of those, uh, what's old timey Broadway? Vaudeville. Vaudeville, like a vaudeville roll with him. Although the hup hups always make me think of like the two mustachioed mm-hmm. muscle men with the perfectly round barbells. Uh, So you are not able to trade places with him um, on the turn. What you can do though, because it is a friendly creature, is you could effectively move into his space, do whatever you're gonna do, and then move back out. 
You just can't end the turn occupying the same space. Oh, okay. I'm going to invade your space, Fjorten, and I am also going to cast Thunder Wave at Jonesy. Oh. Thunder Wave, Thunder Wave, Thunder Wave. Bloop. That's going to be another DC 13 Constitution saving throw. I'll remind you that these guys are constituted like bananas. That is a natural 20 plus 5 for 25. I'm afraid they are not pushed. And they will take 4 damage, which is half of your 9 that you rolled. By the way, you just got Jonesy down to bloodied. Ah, okay, we're going to be here for a while. I will move back to my cowering position and prepare to be sandwiched. Mm-hmm. You cower back to your position, and Jonesy is going to take their turn next. Let's see here. What? Which one is Jonesy going to do? Mm-mm-mm. All right, so this creature is going to attempt to move into the same space as Fjorten. Fjorten, I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, you do. You Seven. Ooh. A seven. Can't always be winners. You gotta call them as you have them. That's, uh... That's not a... Ooh. You've been engulfed. All right, so on a failed save... Um... Do-do-do... On a failed save, the cube enters the creature's space, and the creature is going to take... 11 damage. Uh, you're gonna take 11 damage. You are, by the way, engulfed. Uh, so in other words, the thing slurped itself right around you. You are deep, deep inside of it. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> super deep. As an engulfed creature, you can't breathe. You are restrained, and you're going to take a shitload of acid damage at the start of your turn if you are still in there. Uh, when you uh, when the cube moves, the creature is going to move with it, which would be you. Uh, you can try to escape by taking an action to do so with a strength check on your next turn. Uh, if you do escape, you can... Well, basically, in this case, you decide whether you're going east or west to get out of it. Um, so there you go. When it comes back around to your turn, which is, by the way, right now, you can either just choose to, you know, hang out inside of this cube, not being able to breathe, or you can attempt to escape. What would you like to do? I think the wise move would to escape. Um, and then I'm restrained, thus I can do different... Uh, well, actually, nothing's really going to help me here. Uh, a restrained creature has the following effects. A restrained creature's speed becomes zero and can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. And you would have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Thankfully, the check to try and escape would be a strength uh, saving throw. Or sorry, just a strength check, not a saving throw. I'm trying to remember... Four spells with the S and the V mean. V Somatic is and verbal. And verbal. So if something has an S and a V, it needs both those, correct? Uh, yes. That is correct. They are checked. So probably can't do anything verbal because I am currently not breathing or just sipping in that sweet, sweet gel. Yeah, the trouble with not breathing is that you can't breathe. Oh, yeah. I get you every time. Or at least this time. And that sucks. You know, I can't think of anything clever to do, so we're just going to try to break out of this thing. Uh, break on through to the other side. Give me a strength check. 
18. Oh, man, you schlarp your way. I've been using schlarp a lot tonight, by the way. I'm getting a big kick out of that word. Yeah. You are able to schlarp your way. My assumption, by the way, is that you would go west, and you Death, did. Please. Lucky for you, you've now got Jonesy flanked. And that is your action for the turn. Did you have any additional movement or bonus actions you'd like to perform? That's exactly what I do. A bonus action of healing would be a healing word. Heal thy word. Four, four. And as a flanked creature, Peter should have advantage on next turn, I would mm-hmm. believe. So um, we're going to just attempt to go all the way and stick where I'm at. Sweet. Jeff, it is over to you. Ah. Uh. So mad. Yep. I swing my hammer at Riley. 27. That right there is a gosh darn critical hit. Please, please do your damage. 15. A grand total of, well, actually, yep. Uh, well. Times. I don't know why it fucking does that. 17 is actually the thing. Um, cause you would have, you get to double all of the dice, but not the bonuses. Uh, so the 15 for the damage and then the extra two for the rage. I think that's how that works. I'll have to double check later. Yeah, that seems right. Grand total of 17 damage. A mighty blow. Blow. And Riley is very nearly at the bloodied territory. Anything else? Um. On your blow. I'm going to step back and I'm done. All right. Doing so does give them. Oh, a shit. That's stupid. Pseudopod <laughs> attack of, uh, opportunity. Uh, they did roll a 23, so they hit ya. Oh, that's a pretty mild one, though. You're going to take five points of damage. And it is still the acid, so you take it all. You don't think a blob is going to hit you when you're not looking. Then they do. And they do. Blobs ate my face party. Riley is going to scoot. In fact, Riley is going to scoot all the way onto Jeff's space, attempting to engulf them. Uh, and I'm going to have you make a dexterity saving throw. Don't forget you have bardic inspiration. Does that plus two? I believe it is a plus one d6. Oh, shit. Even better. Maybe. Potentially. <laughs> True. Maybe. Five. So 17. That is fantastic. That is enough to allow you... Uh, and I'm going to give you an opportunity here because normally you can kind of scoot to the side or whatever else. Uh, do you want to stay where you are and it doesn't slurp on you, or did you want to slurp to its far side? I can slurp to its far side? You could slurp to its far side. Well, I'm going to slurp to its far side. All right. It tries so hard to get up on you. And now between you, well, look at this. Here you are, all ducks in a row. It's like the parable of Flatland up in here. Fjorten, all the way on the west, then Jonesy, then Peter, then Riley, then Jeff. It's like a little fucking candy cane of people in this hallway. And Peter, by the way, is surrounded on both sides. Lucky Peter. (laughs) I get the impression this is not what you wanted to happen. This is very uncomfortable. It's about to be a double schlorping, if you know what I mean. Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to get schlorped. I was about to take that way too far. I'm just going to let it go. Round five of combat. This is the worst worst kind of three-way. Peter? You do get to decide how this all is going to start. Well, hey there, Slurpees. Ermagerd. Ermagerd. Um, well, I can't cast Thunderwave because, well, I'd get Fjordan or Jeff. And uh, I think I'm just going to accept my fate and take out my longsword and chop at Jonesy. 
You just you just take out your weapons and drop them. Hold your hands up and accept it. Absorb me. I'm ready to be absorbed, my Schlarpy lords. So I will take out my longsword and chop Jonesy. Uh, 11. You know, you wouldn't think an 11 would hit, but it does. These guys are gigantic cubes of gelatinous slurping, and uh, it's pretty hard to miss them. So you do two, two <laughs> points of damage to Jonesy. <laughs> <laughs> Jonesy continues to be bloodied. Anything else on your turn? Um, yeah, I have uh, still got some bardic inspiration to go around, so uh, I'll use my last breaths here to give some inspiration to Fjorten. Yes. Hey. That's first time. First time for everything. All twenty. Right. We've played twenty games in this session, or twenty sessions in this campaign. First time is the most blessed. Mm-hmm. Bardic. Really? Yeah. This is session twenty. It's the first time you've given Fjorten Bardic inspiration. I mean, it's always a time. You know, I mean, Jeff, you needed it more during those times. Well, you're so nice. <laughs> it's not. I mean, I didn't say I didn't notice, but I'm just saying it just. It's, uh, it's uh, usually a usually acceptable why. Honestly, I don't think I even use it that much. Yeah, you really didn't use it for a super long time. I don't think you realized you had it. It comes in more handy than I kind of thought it would. But anyway, it's a pretty big bonus. All right, Jonesy, on their turn, is going to decide who to attack. Uh, they're going to attack Fjorten, who just slurped their way through them. Oh God. Uh, you're gonna get some pseudopods this time, and that is going to be a 10, which I believe is a miss. Oh, that's a miss. Right on. Fjorten, it is your turn then to decide what happens next. Man, I'm feeling pretty, uh, pretty. Action-packed, gelatinous combat. Ow. We're gonna slap it with our great axe here. <laughs> a great image. Mm -hmm. You're just hitting it with the flat. (laughs) Go away! We never fought any cubes the first uh, quest, did we? Nope. Gelatinous cubes are, in fact, one of the timeless classic Dungeons & Dragons uh, monsters from way back in the day, and I figured it was finally time to introduce them. What'd you get on your attack roll? That'd be a 15. A 15 is a phenomenal roll. You definitely hit. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that damage? (gasps) Oh, I slash it, and I slash it hard, and for some reason... Even though it's a huge gelatinous cube, I got a one. Oh, that's right, because you don't have proficiency on that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think uh, last time I should have got proficiency because... Uh, did we do something? How did we get you proficiency? Because I upgrade. I used the uh, feats. Oh, well, then let's Wait go back second. and let's bust out your character sheet. No, did I? I remember you taking a feat, and I regret that I'm not remembering the details Never right mind. now. Never mind. It was Warcaster. Ah, so you don't have proficiency. Never mind. So your one damage stands. But I have to remember that I actually do, in fact, have <laughs> Warcaster. Yeah, that's so. a pretty good one to remember. Mm-hmm. Jeff, it's over to you. Uh, I'm swinging my hammer, as, as an angry Goliath does. Excellent. You do have advantage, by the way, as did Fjorten. I still have uh, inspiration, too, yeah? Uh, you've got a 12 there, which is enough to hit, so you do not need to use the inspiration. Oh, perfect. So I got a 12, and then 9 damage on Riley. And total of 9 damage on Riley. Sweet. Chipping away. Riley is going to make a decision whether to attack Peter or Jeff. And they're going to attack Jeff. Peter, you are surrounded by slurpy monsters that are not attacking you. This is the luckiest 
luckiest thing that's happened to you in this campaign so far. Hooray. Uh, they're going to start with a pseudopod attack this time around. That's going to be a... That's going to be a critical hit against you. Oh, you're shitting me. That is going to be 17 damage against you on that critical pseudopod hit. Ooh. Doesn't sound good. <clears throat> we begin round six of combat. Combat's going a lot longer this campaign. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm doing a better job of matching you guys with monsters. God, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peter, you're going to start this combat off. You've got Jonesy to your left, Riley to your right. Stuck in the middle with you, what are you going to do? I'm going to... Stuck in the middle of cubes. Hey, nice. Uh, chop Jonesy again with my impotent longsword slash. Uh, you do have advantage, so the 12 is what's going to go through there. Yeah. Just a hit. Welcome back to the mid-roll of the week. And let's go ahead and check out our sponsor. Ah, uh-huh. look, it's you. It's always been you. And so thank you very much for those review on iTunes. Thank you very much for the donations to Patreon. And as always, thank you for coming back week after week and joining us in a laugh. When we first started out, I knew I wanted to make music for a podcast, but all I had was my iPhone. And so for the first six months, that's what I used was GarageBand, which was actually a great introduction into music production. And then from then, we've evolved to drum sets, MIDI, keyboards, electric, guitars, and everything else. But it's really cool to look back to see where we started, and now we're up to about six gigs of music almost, all stemming from a great storyline by DM Nick. So I want to throw it way, way, way back, about two years back, to one of our original projects, creating a theme song. So the first thing I thought of was Cowboy Bebop because it was catchy, jazzy, and really cool. And this is how it went. I hope you enjoy. That's 10 damage. Wow. From 2 to 10, you really are swinging, swinging, swinging big. Swinging. That's against Jonesy, right? Yeah. Right on. Chipping away. Jonesy's getting a little weaker. 
not all the way to wrecked yet. Anything else on your turn? Um, I do have another point of uh, bardic inspiration left, and I will give it to Jeff. Uh, Jeff's already got bardic inspiration. He still hasn't used it yet, so it's... Oh, he used it when he slurped past the... Oh, that's right. There we go. Sure, 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 sure. All right, you got it back. All righty. And uh, I'll just stand there amazed that I haven't been absorbed yet. Jonesy is going to continue to attack Fjorten. Hmm. And Jonesy is this time going to attempt the engulf again, so I'm going to need a dexterity saving throw from you. All right, and I can decide once I roll if I want to use my uh, bite inspiration. That is correct. Oh, that's great. Uh, before I tell you success or failure, so you got to be really quick. Yep. Okay, and Zach, and uh, you said dexterity? Dexterity, indeed. I want to use it. Okay. Uh, you said quick. That was bad. I, was, I was just messing with okay. you. I'll give you time. Well, it so was a nine. What'd you, what'd you roll? You rolled a nine? Yeah. Okay, and then add your... Is it a 1d6 or are you for your bardic inspiration? 1d6, yeah. Be 12 total. Man, you know what you need to succeed on this check? What's that? You need a 12. Oh. I am not joking. All right, so you succeed on your save. Jonesy is going to move into your space. Do you want to back up or trade places with Jonesy? Huh. As a reminder to the folks at home, our five combatants are in a tunnel, but it's just wide enough for all of them. Currently, the order going from west to east is Fjorten, Jonesy, Peter, Riley, and Jeff. And as if I back up, it will not create a opportunity attack since it tried to engulf me. It is just going to be both of you shifting one space to the west. I will go ahead and shift. All right. So you shift. There's now a gap between Jonesy and Peter, but that order left to right or west to east is the same. Uh, Jonesy does not engulf you and you do not take damage. All right. It is your turn, Mr. Fjorten. Go ahead and... Uh... Silly question, but would I know if these things could take poison damage? Mm, you rolled a 20 earlier on your nature check. I did. Uh, and I would say, based on that, you know that a gelatinous cube has no specific uh, resistance to being poisoned. Mm. It does have several other condition immunities, such as blind, charmed, deafened, exhaustion, 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 frightened and prone, uh, but poison is not one of them. Man, everything I have is constitution-based, and that really sucks. These guys are soups constituted. Well, give me what give me what you got. Yep, let's let's go ahead and do it for funsies. Poison spray for the funsies. Psst. That is a constitution save from Mr. Jonesy. Mr. Jonesy Cube. Mr. Jonesy's. Um, your save is oh, your save is thirteen. Unfortunately, they rolled a fifteen. Is that one? I forget. Half damage or no damage? That'd be a no damage one. But I also will do that bonus action once again to do the healing word. All right, sounds like a great idea. Moving on down to Jeff. Tell me what you're gonna do with your turn. The only thing I know how to do. Can you kill Riley before Peter and uh, Fjorten kill Jonesy? Do I still have advantage? Uh, you do, because Peter's right on the other side of Riley. Alright, so 27. That is another critical hit. Give me your double damage dice and add your rage. 20. Fucking 20. Well done. You are probably going to kill Riley before your two compatriots kill one. Riley's getting down there. Not quite to wrecked, but very close. 
anything else? No, I'm good right where I am. Swiggity sweet. Riley is going to retaliate by trying to encompass your space. Can you give me a dexterity saving throw? Here we go. Uh, nine plus one. A nine plus one, unfortunately, is not enough. You are engulfed by Riley. As that happens, you are going to take... Feels pretty good, huh? You're going to take a grand total of 13 warm, wet damage. And I'm dead. Ooh. Reduced to zero hit points, you are slowly being dissolved over the course of a thousand years in the Pit of Sarlacc. And we begin round seven. Those don't do anything to death saves, does it? Um, There's some bad stuff that can happen, yes. Uh, if you take damage, it basically counts as a failed death save. Uh, um, and being inside of a giant cube of acid would be, you know... It does it, huh? Taking damage. So uh, we, might be, uh, we might be down to two cast members real quick here. Uh, <laughs> Peter, it is your turn to begin the turn on your turn. So, um... Let's say I cast Thunder Wave towards Riley. Will that hit Jeff, even though he's inside Riley? Hmm. That's a great question. You know, normally I would say yes, but he is inside of a big, gigantic, gelatinous ball. Well, cube in this case. Huh. And he can't. he's unconscious now, so he wouldn't be able to make a dexterity save, so I can't even give him that kind of an out. Um. Mm, hmm. Let's say you know. I honestly, I don't think this is like as rules as written, but I'm gonna say in this case that you could cast Thunder Wave and that the cube itself would absorb the damage. All right. Then I will walk up to Riley and cast Thunder Wave. Actually, I don't have to walk at all. I'm gonna stay where I was, but I'll cast Thunder Wave. You know, the shame of it is, and I'm only going to tell you this afterwards because now I'm not going to let you do it, but I was going to say how badass it would have been if you would have stuck a hand in the cube and grabbed onto him and then thunder waved the cube away. Oh, that would have been cool. Why am I the DM and not a player? Yeah. Because I'm not normally that creative, actually. So here we go. Uh, That is a constitution save from Mr. Gelatinous Cube. Uh, And that's a seven. That's a failure uh, for the first time on one of these guys on Thunder Wave. Uh, so Riley and Jeff are both pushed 15 feet down the hallway, uh, and your damage roll is eight. You have darn near gotten this frickin', uh, gelatinous cube off of him by killing it. Uh, it is now down to officially the wrecked territory. <laughs> it's getting real frickin' close here, guys. Jonesy is got the next turn. Jonesy's gonna keep on going after Fjorten. That's gonna be that's gonna be another pseudopod attack. Okay. Uh, with a twenty, I believe that's a hit. Twenty will hit. Holy shit! Um, that is uh, fourteen points of damage, uh, which I'm if I'm reading the screen right means you have one hit point left. Um, I'm trying to think if I even did that healing void last time, and I wasn't paying attention to myself, but I will say I did, so I'll have one hit point left. Okay. Can't remember, so... That's your damage from uh, Jonesy there. Uh, And it is your turn. Thea. Uh, I am going to throw out there that uh, one 
Uh, healing any kind of damage on uh, Jeff would bring him back to consciousness and prevent death saving throws. Uh, or you could do it on yourself, who currently has one hit point. It's a, that's a, it's a fucking challenging decision, Sophie's man. choice right there. Um, knowing that fact in the back of my mind, I would actually use that as a bonus action. And heal word over to, um, wait, how far away is he now? Because he got blown away. Oh, no. 60 feet. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Yeah. If I can split through the gel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can cast through gelatinous cubes. Yep. And hit uh, Jeff with that healing word. Do it up. Mm-hmm. Dunt. All right. So Jeff has five hit points returned to them. Um which, well, we'll play out that comedy in just a second, but his return to consciousness inside of the cube with five hit points. And what else would you like to do on your turn, Mr. Fjorton? All right. Um, we're going to Hail Mary and use a web. Uh, you won't be able to cast two spells. One's a bonus action. Oh, that doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, basically your only option is attack. Or a cantrip. Um, yes. Or a cantrip. Oof. You do have some things that'll do damage for cantrips, right? Well, you have several cantrips. I shouldn't try and steer your actions. I'm just so nervous about Jeff dying. <laughs> Jeff's Goliath brother, Smef, joins the party. <laughs> Smef. Awesome name. Um, I'm going to just try to slash at the same great axe. Uh, ooh. E, that's e. going to be a... Oh. Mm, sh- um... Three. Yeah, three. That's a real piece of shit roll. Uh, unfortunately, that does not get you to connect with the hallway encompassing and thing. Alright, so it moves on to Jeff's turn. Jeff's turn starts with Jonesy the gelatinous cube being all the way around him. Holy shit, I never thought I would see the day of that. Jeff, you are reduced to two hit points but you are not killed again, or rather brought to unconsciousness again, by this gelatinous cube. Um, so take your three damage, and then you have your turn. <laughs> so I need to do a strength, what, check? Uh, strength check to escape Riley, the gelatinous cube. And he can either that or attack it? Um, uh, Technically, yeah, he could attack it from inside of it. I can, eh? Uh, that's what I'll do. Okay. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. My fault inside the drawer. It is the most appropriate barbarian reaction to just like be hacking around with your axe in the thing you're in. It's a 21 inside the cube. Your drax. Right. I did it. I yeah. did this. <laughs> you're in there with the knife. Am I still enraged after being unconscious? No, unconsciousness would make you lose the rage. Um, but 21 still definitely hits. Or nine. A nine is enough to kill the gelatinous cube that is engulfing you. Um, I am going to... I don't know if I'm playing by the rules or not, but I'm going to generously say that as you slash it, it no longer holds its form and it dissolves around and away from you. You are no longer engulfed. Two hit points from unconsciousness again. There you are in the hallway covered in jello. I'm just going to hang out here and catch my breath a minute. That's not a bad idea. You're all lubed up. Uh, at this point, oh, that was Riley. Riley is now dead. 
So we begin round seven. Peter, there's one gelatinous cube named Jonesy that remains. They are bloodied but not wrecked. Ten feet to your west. Your poor buddy Fjorten is all kinds of fucked up. Your poor buddy Jeff is all kinds of fucked up. What will you do? Well, I only have one trick in my bag, and that's uh, my two-handed longsword. Two-handed up. Do, do, do. That's a 12. A 12 is certainly enough to hit. And that would be five damage. Five damage is enough to do five damage. <laughs> I do five damage. Excellent. Five damage has been done. Jonesy, on their turn, is going to attack... Oh, man. They're going to attack Fjorten. Uh, and they're going to... You know what? I'm going to randomly decide. Yeah, they're going to try and do the engulf. Uh, so Fjorten, give me a dexterity saving throw. I'll be a seven. I'm sorry. With a seven, it is not enough. You are engulfed. You don't have the inspiration still? Don't have the inspiration still. You are going to take a grand total of nine damage. Oh, and you are slurped inside of this cube. Uh, nine is, enough, I think, enough to make you unconscious. I am floating. You, sir, are unconscious inside of the cube. Floating like a fish in a, fi- in a fish bowl. I thought, for some reason, I thought you were going to say floating like a fish in a fart. Floating like a fish in a fart in here. Fjorten, it is now your turn. And the first thing and really only thing I'm going to have you do on your turn is make me a death save. Six. That is a single failure. Towards your death save. Jeff, several feet away from you, quite a few feet away from you, in fact, is your buddy Bjorton inside of a cube, much like your previous situation. You can tell he's unconscious. Peter is down there as well. What would you like to do on your turn? Scream at the heavens because there's nothing I can do for my friend Bjorton. No. No. But you can. How so? Oh, yeah. The cube moved away. Never mind. No. 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 That is just a little bit out of your reach. Uh, are you going to do anything on your turn other than holler at the heavens? I'll move a little closer for all the good it's going to do. Sweet. You get a little closer. We begin round seven. Peter, it is now your turn. I'm going to get right up in Jonesy's business. And I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Mm-hmm. Cast that Thunder Wave. Don't think I'll be as lucky this time, but let's, let's find out. Thunderwave is a, what is that, a constitution save again? You are that lucky with a 10. They're going to fail that constitution saving throw. That would be for 9 damage. 9 damage is enough to do 9 damage, which gets them into the wrecked but not dead spot. And does that blast them away? Uh, Oh yeah, with the failure, that blasts them away. As a bonus action, I tried to grab Fjord. <laughs> Good job saying it just before. Uh, so let's do this as a give me a give me a dexterity check as you plunge your hand into the gelatinous cube, grabbing your buddy. And ooh, all right, this will be. Let's see what we have in here. That'll be that'll be a twenty-three. Damn, ooh. a twenty-three. You plunge a hand into. The gelatinous cube, you grab onto the wrist of your buddy Fjorten. As you do so, you unfortunately are going to take eight damage from the acid, engulfing your arm up to the uh, probably mid bicep. 
And then you speak a word of Thunderwave, blasting Jonesy the gelatinous cube away 15 feet. Fjorten is laid out on the ground before you. Uh, it's a damn good thing you did that, and I'll explain why in just a minute. Um, and your hand just comes out as a skeleton. <laughs> uh, so you're able to get Fjorten out of there. Uh, Jonesy is going to... Uh, do, do, do. Um, I'm actually going to give you... Uh, no, I really can't do that, can I? No. Um, I'm going to do one thing here. I'm just going to move Fjorten uh, behind you. Um, because I'm just going to assume that you kind of whiplashed him around. Jonesy is going to reclose the distance and is going to pseudopod you, Melvin. Not You're not fucking Melvin. You haven't been Melvin in a long time. Not for 20 episodes. God damn. It's uh, wishful thinking. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be an 18 hitting you with that pseudopod. That's a hit. Uh, that's going to be another 8 damage for you on Jonesy's turn. And then we go over to Fjorten. Fjorten, you're going to roll me another death save. 16. A 16 is a success. So you live just a little bit longer. That's one failure and one success racked up for you. A little bit longer now. A little bit longer now. Jeff, we move over to you. Jonesy is at the far end of the hallway. Peter and Fjorten are in the way. You are about 25 feet away from Jonesy the gelatinous cube. Can I get close enough to hit it? Uh, yes, you could scoot through the space of Peter and Fjorten and then, uh, and scoot your way back afterwards, I believe. Yeah, you've got enough movement to do that. 16. Certainly a hit. Nine. A nine is not... Oh, God, it's just not enough to kill. It's so close. I'm going to push you back over here because that's where you'll have to be uh, after your combat round is done. Is there anything else you wanted to do on your turn? No. All right, round nine of combat with the gelatinous cubes begins. Peter. Oh, God, Peter. It's up to you. I have one more blast of thunder wave left. Oh. It's my last level one spell slot. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Uh, that is a constitution save. They got a critical success. A roll of 25 on their save. Thankfully, it does not matter because even at half of the 16 damage you rolled, it is enough to destroy Jonesy who only had four hit points left. You cast your thunder wave and in a dramatic jello shaking, it's, it's like a hip hop video. There's so much shaking and everything else going on here. You blow that remaining gelatinous cube down the hallway into bits. And with 12, 0, and 2 hit points, you have survived this encounter in the mines. Woohoo! We did it! Hooray! I can't. I, I don't. I still think I'm unconscious. You so, are. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm oh, not. Yeah. I'm not celebrating with you at this point. Oh, yes. Uh, you just raised my hand up. You got a CPRM or something? Yes, that would be a medicine check. I'm going to have you make that since you're the one that said it first. All right. I have uh, RCP me. How does this work? I have a one. I have a jack of all trades kind of thing, so I can add half my proficiency bonus. So I get a two bonus to medicine. All right, do it up. That's a seventeen. More than enough to stabilize your friend. The three of you are 
stable. And Fjorten, I'm just going to have you do one more thing, which is roll me a 1d4. <laughs> Stupid dice. I don't know why people collect them. Okay, there we are. Everybody loves shiny math rocks. One. Uh, you are going to be unconscious for one hour. Oh, okay. Oh. That's good. Oh. Uh, Jeff hoists you up over his shoulder, let's say, and you <laughs> scout around the uh, remaining bits and bobs of the mine. You search in nooks and crannies and eventually realize that you have scouted the entire area of the mine. You find yourselves in the delightful position of having rid Ecolias's mine of all of its dangers. You have discovered the fate that befell the other miners, and you have nothing but painful but great success to report back to Mr. Blingerstone. All his miners were ate by the cubes? All the ones that went in did not come back out. And no, uh... God damn. No emeralds or anything found, eh? Hmm. There was actually a specific condition that would have gotten you guys to find some emeralds, but Son it did not happen. Bitch. Um. There was a treasure roll, in other words. Oh. Do we need to gather up some gelatinous cube to bring back to Ecolias? I think that would be a good way of demonstrating what happened down here. Let's gather oh. up some gelatinous cube. Put it in a pot and then just like dip the pot onto his desk so it like melts through his desk. Yeah. Do we have any <laughs> pots left? Or? I don't have a pot anymore. Yeah. Don't have a pot. Jeff uses to make a, a bomb. Do we have any ball bearings? No. What would you do with the ball bearings? When you put that into the pressure cooker, it makes an even better bomb. That's true. I thought about putting rocks in there. That would have been good. Uh, so I probably have a pot, I'm sure. So I'll put. Oh, some, I would think so in our adventure kits. I put some gelatinous cube in a pot and I tie it with a rope. Right on. You guys have at least some form of vessel. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that. Is it burning through the pot? Slowly. You got some time. You, it'll, it'll be enough. You'll make it. Sounds like a good adventure. We did it. All right, let's go back to Ecolias. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 32, Warm, Wet, Damage, was released on July 26th, 2020. Well, guys, I really hope you come back next week for more... Vegan. 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team. I came in one night late for maintenance when I... Went into our one of our conference rooms. Fucking got the bejesus scared out of me. One of the cleaning guys was just sleeping on top of the conference table. And I turned on the light. And he fucking jumped out. <laughs> I almost shit my pants. Like, yeah. Oh, you didn't know he was sleeping in there? No, Understandable. No, it's in the middle of the fucking night. Like, because they do all their cleaning at night. The guy was just like fucking just laying on the conference table in the dark. Well, what do you do in the middle of the night? It would be better if he was pulling his pod. <laughs> no. <laughs>
<laughs> while laying on the conference table in the dark. <laughs> You're panting. <laughs> you just turn on the light and he just stops like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Can you turn off the lights, please? Their vision is motion-based. If you hold still, 